Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hello, I'm Rod Anderson. Countless books have been sold, millions of dollars made from a teaching which has surfaced in Christianity over the last 50 years called Left Behind. It teaches that Jesus comes back in secret and takes the chosen back to heaven. The remainder left behind will have a second chance. They will be converted by the Jews and eventually will live and reign with Jesus Christ on earth for 1,000 years. This is a fallacious teaching, fallacious doctrine, and specious in its wit to intentionally mislead people to have an incorrect and incoherent understanding of eschatology, and has infected and corrupted entire denominations, weakening the superstructure of Christianity with a concept that thinking people everywhere view as laughable. The teaching states that two people will be together, one will be taken, the other will be left. Two people will be in a car, one taken, the other left. Look out if it's the driver taken. Those who propound this view declare that the one taken, raptured away, when Jesus comes back secretly, of which the Bible is also silent upon. Nevertheless, these people don't let the truth get into the way of a good money-making racket. What about those people left behind? Well, they get a second chance at salvation later. Where does this fanciful teaching come from, though? Well, the charlatans who spin these yarns say that it comes from the Bible in the books of Matthew and Luke. Well, let's look and see if it does. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 24. We're reading verses 37 to 41. And here Jesus uses the historical events of Noah's flood to explain what will happen at the second coming. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For in the days before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving him marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Let's pause here for a moment because here Jesus describing the days just before the flood and he obviously believed in Noah's flood. Why else would he be using it as an object lesson for the last days? But he says people were eating and drinking and marrying, etc. until the day that Noah entered the ark and those people who continued in the common round of day-to-day activities have ignored the warnings of others and Noah were swept away by the flood. So in this opening historical example, Jesus gives us the key by which we can rightly explain every other warning and parable that is to follow in Matthew chapter 24 and Matthew 25. We read that it is the wicked or the lost that are swept away. You can imagine as those floodwaters rose, the people scrambled for higher ground only to be swept away in the end, while Noah and his family remained alive and safe in the care of God while in the ark. To simplify it further, the wicked are removed away from the presence of God and destroyed while the righteous remain protected and come into God's presence. The same is true as we read on in Matthew 24 verse 40. 
Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the, at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. The ones taken are the lost. The righteous remain. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 17, the same examples are recorded. But Dr. Luke adds information not found in the Gospel of Matthew because he records in chapter 17 and verse 37 that the the disciples asked a question. Where do they go, Lord? So he said to them, wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Those taken will become the carrion of for the scavenging birds of prey. In other words, Jesus referring to the destruction of the wicked, just as he did in Matthew and the example of Noah. The wicked are removed and that's where the eagles are found. They're, they're fighting and squabbling over their dead bodies. Let's go back now as we build on this point, because in the same sermonette, Jesus presents the parable of the ten virgins, five are wise, Five were foolish. The five who were wise had enough oil to keep their lamps burning. Those who were unwise did not have enough and had to leave to find more. And I want you to notice what happened next. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wives took the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming, go you out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us in you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. It is, it is the same truth. The lesson is repeated again. The righteous remain with the protection of God while the lost go or are swept away. Those who Jesus identifies as his own, he knows. And those who are condemned, he says he does not know. If we were to read on in Matthew 25, the same principle teaching is replicated. Those that made good use of their talents are extolled with the words of, from the Lord. Well done, good and faithful servant come into the joy of the Lord. But the one who did nothing with his talents, he is condemned, cast into outer darkness. He is removed from the presence of the righteous. The corollary also being he's removed from the presence of God. The left behinders teach that it is the righteous who are taken away and the wicked are left to be given a second chance. Can I ask you, who is the one which would want you to believe that after Jesus come, life will continue on normally and a person will still have a second chance. Yes, the devil, your adversary. But you don't have to be deceived by false teachers or their erroneous doctrines. Firstly, if you go to YouTube and type in my name and the, the title, The Second Coming of Jesus Christ, you will see a full presentation I gave on The Second Coming of Christ. 
Furthermore, I want to give you a free 25-part series called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Study Guides, which will greatly increase your biblical knowledge, and they're easy to use and free. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark, contact us, follow the prompts, and we will mail them out to you. Well, our time has run out for now, but I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. This song is Don't You See My Jesus Coming from the album Pillars of Our Faith, Volume 2. Don't you see my Jesus coming? Don't you see in yonder cloud? With ten thousand angels round him, see how they my Jesus crowd. I am bound for the King.
to the setting sun. He is marvelous in our eyes. Hey, let me tell you where the Savior found me, how he saved me and gave me a reason to sing. And now I'm living, I'm free, and I'm forgiven, and he's given me What the Lord has done, He is marvelous in our eyes. From the rising to the setting sun, He is marvelous in our eyes. Just look around you, oh, can you see His glory like a light in the night when we've lost our way? Lord of salvation, the hope of every nation. And Jesus is still his name. Oh, look at what the Lord has done. He is marvelous in our eyes. From the rising to the setting sun, he is marvelous in our eyes. Hallelujah, he is marvelous. Hallelujah, he is so good to let us all proclaim Let everybody exalt his name That song was brought to us by Yvonne Lewis and it is called Marvelous in Our Eyes.